What do you know about the hijab? I know the basics, but that's about it, and I'm going to guess I'm not the only one. Islamic head coverings come in many forms, but the hijab often specifically refers to a cloth wrapped around the head and neck, covering the hair but leaving the face visible, and of course is worn by Muslim women. Now, I mention this because April is National Arab Heritage Month, and with that in mind, I want to talk about hijabs and address some of the myths that surround them. Susie Canoe is the author of Hear Us Speak, Letters from Arab Women, and joins us now. Thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Well, just to start at the most basic level, what is the hijab? Well, hijab is a, uh, um, a covering of the hair, basically. What you see when you travel and when you go around, you might see some Muslim girls covering their hair, and that is called hijab. Now, I think there is a belief maybe that this is an example of uh, helplessness or submissiveness, but um, is that a myth? That's definitely a myth. That's a pure misconception that people actually assume when they see a woman uh, wearing hijab. That's not the case at all, at all. Um, she chooses. It's her choice, basically, to wear hijab. It's honestly not forced upon by, by most women. Of course, there will always be exceptions. But in general, it's really not forced upon by, by anyone. It's a choice they make. Some families tend to be a bit more um, conservative. So, you know, the woman preferred to wear it. I, I don't wear it. And it's my choice for wearing it or to wear it or not to wear it. Um, we're treated equally. We're treated with the same amount of respect. In the Arab world, I'm talking about in the Arab world, we're treated with the same amount of respect. And um, I think there's a, a misconception of people assuming that it's, it's a law that people have to cover their hair. There is no law in the Arab world that says that a woman has to wear hijab. There is no law. So it is a choice. And, uh, and I, I like the fact that it's a choice, basically. Um, I come from a, a, a country was called Bahrain, the Kingdom of Bahrain. And it's a very tolerant society. We have three monotheistic religions living side by side. We have Christians, we have Jews, and we have Muslims. And, um, and we, we were brought up together, we lived together. Um, and even from my friends, I have many who are wearing hijab and who are not wearing hijab. So um, there's a complete misconception about people feeling that a woman is submissive completely just because she wears hijab. That is not true at all. Why do you think we have that misconception? Yeah, I don't know. I, I sometimes wonder, just because a woman's more conservative and she decides to cover her hair and dress a bit more modestly, doesn't mean that she bows to everything and she's, she's submissive. She, has, she definitely has character. She goes to school the same way everyone goes to school. She's highly educated. So nothing really pulls her back, to be frank. Um, I, I'm not sure where that actually came from. Is it just a stereotype from a movie someone saw? Or, um, but, but we honestly don't have it here. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's very different here if you hopefully all of you come to visit in my part of the world. But it's very different. Um, it's very tolerant and it's a choice. I would imagine at some level, it's, you know, the media at large, and that can be, you know, news media, that can be, you know, television, movies. It, there's lots of maybe factors that maybe go into that myth persisting. I'm sure there is, without a doubt. But I think um, 
right now people are very, very, um, can I say internet savvy? So right now people do search on their own. It's not just one, one movie or something they saw that they believe in. And that's the beauty of social media and, and of the internet is they can search and they can find out how people are actually living in, in my part of the world, whether it's in Dubai, whether it's in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, whether it's in Bahrain. I mean, uh, we, we have choices and, and it isn't, um, what may be, um, people misunderstood it as now i i wrote a book and in my book um it's i have a story about well it's something it's it's most it's a bit about the topic uh, my book is called hear us speak and in uh, um in one of the chapters i talk about different women and, and each chapter has a different uh, story and i had a i remember i had a foreigner who was sitting next to me and uh, one of the women who I was interviewing uh, was coming to the table and she was very heavily covered. She was very, very, mod- very, very modestly dressed and covered. And I remember the foreign woman turning to me and whispering in my ear, saying, we're just definitely not going to hear anything exciting from this one, are we? And I was shocked. So anyway, so after the interview was over, um, she turned around to me and she said, you know, we heard the most, the most amazing story. We heard a very colorful, uh, strong story about how strong this woman actually was and how determined she was. And so the foreign woman turned to me and said, you know, I have to admit, I have to apologize profusely to you for what I've said. I said, I can't believe that you actually have these, this misconception. This is really, it's really sad. But I'm glad you saw it in your own eyes, you know. So it happens. It still happens. Uh, I I wish it doesn't happen as often. Um, Having a woman cover her hair with a piece of cloth or dress modestly doesn't take anything away from her personality or her strength. You know, Um, it's her choice and she should be able to make it. As people maybe uh, learn more about, about the hijab, about, um, you know, the heritage of it in general. Is there anything you hope people take from it, I guess, for April, but just May, June, like it, as we move along and just get a better understanding of the choices other people make in this world? I, I think we have to respect everyone's choice. If, if, you know, if someone's choice is to wear a bikini on the beach, I have to respect that, you know. And, and if my choice or my friend's choice is to, to dress modestly and to cover her hair, um, I think... We're, we're at the stage now and we're in the 21st century. So we should basically respect everyone's choices and we shouldn't just automatically assume and have that stereotype about people by the way they dress, you know, so uh, respect women. I, you know, I'm very pro woman, so respect women <laughs> and uh, respect women all the way. And thank you. I really, um, I, I like your topic and I'm glad you're bringing this topic up. Well, it's an important topic, and I would just wonder before we run out of time, do you think we've talked about the myth, but is the myth starting to dissipate at all? Do, have you sensed it changing, or is it still pretty strong? I, I sense a change, to be honest, because you see women even wearing hijab now in the Western world, and they do it comfortably. Uh, some people are maybe harassed here and there, but they do. It's their choice, you know. Now they wear a hat, they wear this. so And they're just as fashionable, by the way, you know. it's not, It doesn't mean if she wears hijab, she, you know, to, to the opposite. I think she's even sometimes more fashionable. So um, uh, it doesn't take anything away from a woman. You know, to her, it's her choice. She feels that she wants to be modest. She wants to be more modest. So respect that. I certainly appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. That's Susie Canoe, author of Hear Us Speak, Letters from Arab Women.